Okay, hello everybody. This is Justin Saunders. Um, this is the first podcast we have for uh, Out of the Mouth of Babes. Uh, and what we're going to talk about is basically, you know, some of our students um, and their voice on education and, you know, how it relates to them. Um, and, you know, kind of take their their take on education and their learning. And hopefully we can get some insight on what works for students and what works for different types of students and what may work for some students and not everybody. And today we have Julia. Hello, Julia. Hello. Uh, Julia, why don't you give us a little <laughs> information about yourself? Who are you? What are you? What grade are you in? Uh, what's going on in your life? Um, I'm a senior at Clemens. Uh, I am colonel of the dance team. Dance has always been my thing. And, and colonel's a top, right? Yes. It's a top dog. Okay. Yes. So dance is, dance is always, so fine arts, you've always been a dancer. Yes. Okay. So so dance is your thing. What other organizations are you um, I'm also in NHS. I was or I am in class office. I was treasurer my freshman and sophomore year. And then I kind of took a step back for dance. Oh. And I was in Pi Club for a few years. Um, also, I had to drop that for dance. But <laughs> okay. I've been involved in a little bit. So you've been kind of had your you know hand in everything on campus for a while. It's a lot of things. I've tried, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then um, what made you have the decision just to kind of drop out of those and stick mainly with dance? Why that? Um, I really... I've always tried to take the most challenging classes available. Okay. And so doing all of that work and homework and all of that energy and effort. And then dance has always been, it's taxing. And I love that it's taxing, but it's also a great stress relief and it's an outlet for me. So I think that balanced well with everything else that I had going on and some of the other organizations. Like I'm still in NHS. I still try to volunteer with class office if I can, but that could take more of a, back burner-ish than <laughs> some of the other things. So you can focus more time with dance. And yes. That's your passion. Yes, it is. Okay. And, um, you know, I, you say you're still part of an NHS, so National Honor Society. Yes. So you're held, holding yourself to a high standard. Yes. That's fantastic. Um, what about family? How's family at home? Family, I have a younger sister. She's a sophomore here. She's a dancer too, right? She's not, actually. Oh, she's, she's just not? my like, hugest supporter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know she's <laughs> been at stuff with dance. So I thought yes. she was a dancer. Okay. Yeah, she's there all the time holding my fat head <laughs> <laughs> okay she was in volleyball last year okay. and then she wasn't able to do that again this year but she still goes to all the games there um she wants to be a teacher so she's involved in all of those okay. organizations right. i think she's done a lot of stuff with taffy recently Good. um my dad is a retired lieutenant colonel for the air force okay. and now he works in the simulators on base Awesome. Um, so we've had to move a lot because of him, but I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. um, and then my mom has her teaching degree and she's subbed here and there, but her yep. main focus is on my sister and I and our family. I understand that. And now, so you're a military family as well. Yes. Where all have you lived? I was born in North Carolina. Okay. Um, we moved to South Korea when my sister was three months. Okay. And then Hawaii, Alabama, Wichita Falls, North Texas, uh -huh. and then here. Okay. Uh, what was your longest stay? Here, here. Okay. I've been here since fifth grade, and my dad retired when I was in seventh grade. Okay, so you, but you bounced around from some schools to schools until yes. you got here. Yes. Okay. Um, do you like school? Obviously, I mean, you're in HS <laughs> and you're part of. Do you like school? I, I always like to. I, I want to start off with that. Do you like school? Because even with all this stuff, I have people that might not like school. Do you like school? I yes, I like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I like learning. I. It's always kind of weird to admit that when I'm constantly complaining about everything, but I really do 
love to learn and like soak up more information. I love the school spirit and all the organizations, and I love to surround myself with people. There are times I don't like the homework, but I sure. do like school, yes. Have you always liked school? Yes. My mom and my dad made that a focus growing up to like, they told me like, Julia, this is your job. School is your job right now. That's what you're doing. And my mom constantly read me books and got me like into learning and like being observant and looking at the things around me. And I guess I, that kind of stuck. Good. So it, she kind of imparted a, a love of learning for you. Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a bad experience in school? Or? Um, there have been times, not at Clemens. Okay. Um, I went to private school before this and okay. there were times where the workload got, very, very difficult, and I put a lot of pressure on myself, and I started losing sleep and maybe not eating as much, and, like, just school became a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> okay. um, so I kind of had to just take a deep breath and remember, like, it's school, but it's just school. Like, okay. it's yeah, it, it's here for your benefit. It's not supposed to be super, super stressful. So Right, and I, I think talking to other students, a lot of times the pressure that they feel is stuff that they've imposed on themselves. Yes. Sometimes from parents and sometimes from friends or, or other family members but really a lot of times when it boils down to it it's the, the pressure they put on themselves mm -hmm. so i'm glad that you could kind of see that yourself and kind of adjust from that way um and i'm glad you've had great experience here <laughs> uh, so obviously you've had a lot of teachers yes right um and uh you've taken a lot of classes especially as a senior you've taken pretty much everything um what do you think makes a good teacher good what 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 always get you like, man, that's a good teacher. Why, why would that be a good teacher? Mm, I've had a lot of good teachers. I okay. think. And are they all the same or is it, uh, are they good for different reasons? I don't know. It just, I, I really appreciate when teachers talk to you like you're a person and they don't always spend their time talking down to you. And I think the older you get, the easier it is to do that. But sure. I think that that's a very good platform to have a classroom on when your teacher looks at you and they just have a conversation with you and like, can teach you what you need to know, but in a way that's not like degrading. Okay. If it worked for lack of a no, word. and I get I get that. You yeah. mean there's, I mean from my own educational experience and then things I've seen. Sometimes it's you know I am the teacher, you are the learner. Right. I know everything you don't, right. and you need to learn. And and yeah. and I guess it's easy to fall into the trap as an educator. Um, but what you're saying is, the teachers that have made the most impact to you, I guess, treat you as not a not below them, but almost right. as an equal and you're yeah. having a conversation and it's a... And there's this, like, there's the trust for, like... And also, another great thing about them is they are, like, no excuses. Um, they hold <laughs> you to a high standard. I love when my teachers are strict and hold me to a high standard because they're like, okay, you're going to get a zero if it's not here on this day. And then it's taught me to, okay, turn it in on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, there's a consequence with <laughs> right. that, right? And, and we know that. That helps me to keep myself in line. So you think if a teacher was a more lenient on that. I mean, you can turn it in. Would that right. cause you to be less strict on yourself? Um, I don't know. I, I like to keep myself. <laughs> you like um, the structure. Yes, I do. I love my okay. structure, but I think in it, a little bit of a looser classroom isn't bad. I still enjoy those classes, cause, sure. but I do really, really like, <laughs> especially when the subject is so important that you have Structure, I. Sure. When you've taken a lot of high level classes, let's just—I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I, I looked at your schedule. You're in AP, a lot of AP classes, and so in those classes, you almost have to have that structure, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And 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 you would think that most of the kids in the AP pre AP IB setting, um, you know, it, it is 
it, it's sometimes a different view too as an educator when you're walking into an AD class because you kind of expect y'all to get certain things and I don't have to, you know, do certain things with these groups and they hold themselves to a high level. Do you think everybody in your classes hold themselves to the same high level that you do? I think yes. Okay. And if not, it's pretty close. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think we all have um, an understanding that what we're doing here is important. Yeah. And goals for after school. Absolutely. Right? Okay. So you said you had a lot of teachers that you like. Yes. Is there one that you were like, man, that's my favorite teacher ever? Uh, oh, my goodness. There's just been so many. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's, I love hearing <laughs> that. You don't understand the amount of joy that gives me that you have that many people that you really could consider one of your favorite mm -hmm. teachers. But is there one that you would just say, this this person? You have to give a name, I but can you, you know somebody you'd be like, yeah, that would be my favorite? There's like three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are they all the same? Are they all English teachers? Are they all math um, teachers? I'll just say their names. Uh, okay. So I know these two get paired together all the time, but Miss Mommy and Miss Reardon. because okay. they're, they're English teachers. Yes, just by they the are way. my yeah. English teachers. And they did a lot for me because I did <coughs> not like English. I have been a math person all my life. Okay. And then Miss Mummy's class, she kind of, she was like, and this is what we're doing. And it was so straightforward and so interesting. She made it like apply to everything else around us where it wasn't just an English class. It was wow. like a, the world and like English is in the world. And like, it's, I don't know. It opened my eyes. to. So you're telling me it wasn't like get out your books, turn to page 34. Right. We're going to read this and you're going to tell me what you think. Yes. She, she made it like relatable to life. Yes. Good. She like challenged us to think outside of the classroom, which was really, really cool. We even had a class outside one day. We like sat under a tree. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. And then Miss Reardon, her style is similar, but it's also very different to where I feel very comfortable going up and asking her a question because like, even when she'll, she's explaining something, she stumbles over her words and she'll just go blah. And like, that's very <laughs> relatable. Like she's a person and yet she still like imparts all the knowledge that she needs to. And more than that, I think she's but, So amazing. she's comfortable with letting y'all know when she misses up. Yes. You, that's, that's a very, very nice. you like that as a, yeah. Yes. So because it, it makes them relatable as a, you're a human being, right? Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. And who's the third? Uh, Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay. Yes. Which and teaches? Pre cal, pre -cal. and that's pre -cal. and but now you're a math person. See, when you say yes. pre cal, that kind of gives me shivers down my spine. <laughs> and I can do math, but math has never been like something like I don't want to take pre cal. But you like it, I do. Okay, so what about Mr. Kennedy? Makes sense? um, I had him my junior year, and he at first I was very scared of him, and I did not like his class because I he had a very okay. I want you to try this on your own first approach. Okay. But as I did it more, I got to like it. So where he would put up an entirely new like topic up on the board, and he'd be like, okay, you're going to take the first 10 minutes to try to figure this out on your own, and then I'm going to explain it. Okay. And it made us think more in-depth about understanding math, and it was very, very interesting. I liked it. So you gave me three teachers, <laughs> and you gave me a lot of different teaching styles there. You did. You gave me you know, the one person that lets you try it first, and then I come back. You have another person that kind of imparts all their wisdom and knowledge and a uh, everyday setting in the world. Uh, you had another person that, you know, just really imparts that knowledge. And then, you know, if messes up, says, hey, I messed up. Let's get this fixed. What type of teaching style or learning style works best for you? Hands-on or um, like what, what, what do you think works best for you? I think I'm a mix of things. I, I enjoy lectures where I can hear it and really? take notes. Yeah, that's okay. for sure probably my number one method. I like to see it when it comes to math. I like to see the problem worked out and like watch it happen. Okay. But in most other subjects, I enjoy hearing it and then letting me write it down and get it into my memory. Awesome. Okay. 
I'm going to ask this. Like, what do you <laughs> wish teachers, that, and, and maybe not just your teachers. Oh, there goes our bell. <laughs> what do you wish teachers, what do you wish teachers knew? that maybe they don't know or maybe understood about kids or their students that maybe they don't know? Um, Ooh, I don't know. I've had a lot of good teachers. This is very difficult. Um, and I think, well, I think most teachers know this, but like there still are some instances where maybe they just kind of forget about it, but like kids have other classes also. And they are, especially like with your AP classes and like your more advanced courses and even with your regular, like you have, workload for every single class you take and it sometimes gets a little bit complicated to balance um so just having that understanding that maybe two hours of homework every night isn't the best but and I think all the teachers I've had have been very understanding of that and they ask hey do y'all have a lot of tests on this day before they assign it and so they help our schedules work out um so kind of taking that into consideration about what else what all is on your plate yes okay so is there anything that you would if you could, if I don't know, if you had a magic wand, you could change public education. Anything about public education? Um, is there anything you would change? Yes. There's oh. a very, oh. this is a very, like, specific little thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anything is good. All right. Um, when you take a test, if you fail it, you can retest. But if you get a 70 or above, you can't. But okay. they still take the retest grade. So if you got a 69 and retested it an 84, mm-hmm. you get an 84. Or no, it averages out. But then mm-hmm. you're still at, like, a mid-70. But if mm-hmm. you get a 70, you're stuck at a 70. So you have a problem with the grading policy. Yes, so, I do. Right, so our I, grading policy is something that you, you're concerned yes. about. And I've mentioned this to teachers, and they said they have to just go speak to people across the street, and that yeah. I should probably make my voice known, too. But, yeah, and that might – Yeah. I, I agree. I always you know, try to tell my students, if there's something you feel strongly mm-hmm. about, find a you know, public forum to yeah. do that. And then a lot of times they say that is you know, administrators like myself mm-hmm. who can have pass that on. But you know, right. there's other ways, too. That's good. I, I like that you think of that in that that direction, and it does yeah. help open our minds. Um, if you could give advice to either your younger self, like let's say you go back in time, talk to yourself when you were in junior high, mm-hmm. is there anything you would tell yourself? Um, or even a younger student that you know? <laughs> well, I struggle a lot with pressure on myself and stressing about things, okay. so probably just take a deep breath because it's a lot that gets thrown at you, but it's definitely worth it, and it all pays out in the end. We're almost getting to that payout. Graduation's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of senioritis going on now. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's, yeah. So just, just to calm down and relax and it'll all, it'll all be okay? Yeah. What about a new teacher? Because have you ever had a new teacher? Like someone is uh, fresh out of... I cannot remember. I've had new teachers that are new to the school, but not necessarily like new to teaching. New to teaching. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so um, if, I, if it was a kid coming straight out of college, going right into teaching into the classroom... Anything you'd want them to know? Um, Any like, I, <laughs> like I, yeah. I always tell my teacher when they get first thing is you know you would talk to a lot about trust mm-hmm. in that class, um, you know, and I think sometimes new teachers come out and the first thing they do is they worry about the curriculum or right. you know what they're presenting. Um, which you think is more important, the relationship with their students or the curriculum that they're teaching to start with? Um, I think it's a balance of both. I think okay. you should probably. I don't know. I think I would. If I were the teacher, probably try to make myself approachable first mm-hmm. so that you have the right platform to then start teaching the curriculum and have them trust what you're doing and appreciate what you're saying good. and all of that. Very good. So you got a lot going on in, your, in life. You got a lot yes. on your plate. How do you balance it all? Like, how do you balance mm-hmm. dance and NHS and school and all these things that you're doing? 
I am still trying to work that out. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think dance is a big help for me just because while I am being productive in dance, it also is an outlet to where I can just be like, hey, nothing else matters but this movement. Um, but I think just knowing that, I think planning for sleep is a big, <laughs> big thing. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you know you have an early practice, go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, uh-huh. Make sure that school does come first. I'm sorry, Miss Caldwell. I love to dance <laughs> and I want to put it first, but I know that grades are very important. Yeah. Um, so just putting, plan for your future and put your effort into what you're doing. If it ever does become overwhelming, it would be more beneficial to cut something out than to struggle and spread yourself too thin. Gotcha. That's, that's fantastic advice. <laughs> I wish I could tell, I wish everybody heard, hopefully everybody hears this. Um, okay. And you talk about your future. So what is next for Julie after she graduates from Samuel Clemens High School? I have been accepted to A&M and I'm super excited. Um, I'm trying to convince one of my friends to room with me. Um, you got accepted. Where was that again? A&M. Oh, it's my alma mater. All right. So that's good. So what do you want to go to A&M for? Also up for debate. Um, <laughs> okay. I applied as a mathematics major, uh, BA, but I don't know. I don't know. I, Ms. Rudin has opened my eyes to a lot of English stuff and I think it's very interesting. So interesting. So hey, an English teacher, you're not, a, you're not a quote unquote, English kid, you haven't always loved English, right. but an English teacher has possibly steered you in a way that you might actually decide to do something in a career field with that. Yes. That is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, and I wish you the best. And look, you don't know. I tell people all the time, you don't need to know exactly what you want to do or what you're going to do. But if you have an idea, that's great. And you're going to an amazing university to do yes. so. So, um, <laughs> well, Juliet, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me. This is the first podcast that I've ever Yay. done. And hopefully I've got a lot of other kids that want to come in and talk as well. So hopefully we get it out there and we get to tell people kind of your side of the story. I really want people to hear. There's our bell again. <laughs> I, I really want uh, people to hear, you know, the students you know, expectations of education and teachers and and what they want for their education and be advocates for themselves. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Okay. Well, (laughs) uh, until next time, thank you so much.